0: All right, welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs Podcast. My name is Rich LeBrun, and I will be your host today. We will be covering a wide range of topics from founders who started their own company, who bet on themselves, and have won. No matter the topic, you'll be hearing from real stories from real people. With that, let's jump into the program. Our special guest today is Charles Reed from Louisville, Texas, the suburbs northwest of Dallas. Charles owns Get Payroll. You can find him at GetPayroll.com. He's the president, CEO, and founder of GetPayroll. Charles Reed is an MBA, a CPA, a U.S. tax court pr- practitioner, internal revenue service advisory council member, employment tax expert, IRS watchdog, and small business advocate. Sounds like someone like Charles Need on your side here. He is a business author of, author of three books on business accounting and numerous articles and blogs. Charles provides himself on his exceptional service, his dedication to his customers is extraordinary. So much so that you can pick up the phone call, pick up the phone and call him directly. What other payroll services does that? Most importantly, he is a decorated United States Marine Corps Sergeant, a combat veteran of the Vietnam War. Uh, he is a widower and uh, he has a family of five. And um, Charles, I just wanna say thank you for your service. Okay. And I want to welcome you to the program.
1: Rich, thanks for the welcome. And uh, thank you for having me on.
0: You know, I've been looking forward to this time uh, for a while here. Uh, one thing also to our listeners, just so you know, uh, Charles has been very uh, generous. He's offering all our listeners can receive a free copy of The Payroll Book by using coupon code podcast at the checkout on www.thepayrollbook.com. Thank you, Charles, for doing that for our listeners. What I like to do, Charles, is like to have <clears throat> tell us a little bit about your story. You know, uh, you started this business quite a while ago, from what I under read about you. Uh, we all know that there's a you know a lot of conversation in our minds about going all in, but tell us about your business and tell us what caused you to start your business.
1: Well, after military service, I went to college because uh, business didn't value my military experience then, as it doesn't now, and I spent 15 years in the corporate world. My first job was with Texas Instruments. My last one was with JC Penney's and various other things, small, large, in between startups, turnarounds, whatever. Lots of great experience. But I got very frustrated with my livelihood depending upon somebody else's whim. JC Penney's had uh, hired me to take over a operation on the accounting side and, and business side in Arkansas and bring it, bring all that business side down to Texas. Well, a year later, they decided to move it back to Arkansas to a little town in, in Southeastern Arkansas where I had no intention of living. And so we got into argument. They said, well, that's where your job is. You either go or quit. We don't care. That was, that was, that was the last straw, uh, I knew I was never going to run a major corporation. I didn't have the political skills. I'm unwilling to stab people in the back and send them to Southeast Arkansas. (laughs) So I said to my wife, you know, I need to start my own business. And she was all for it. I grew up in a family business. So I knew, I thought I knew what it was like. Uh, (laughs) So um, I found, uh, frankly, I went to work as a favor to my lawyer who was fighting pennies for me with a franchise operation, as COO, it was a mobile accounting service. And the board was after the president to get rid of the first office they had. So I bought it. I bought a franchise. Uh, franchise lasted uh, about a year and the franchisor went belly up. Uh, the president was schlepping one of the sales girls and the VP uh, marketing wanted to be president, and it was just, it was, it was terrible. So one day I went over to the franchise or office and it was closed. Door was locked, and that was the end of it. So we just kept on going. You know, we had our own name and so on. About six months later, I got a, a letter from an attorney saying, uh, You need to pay your franchise fees that you haven't been getting support for. So my lawyer sent him a letter back and saying, no. And if you bother us, we're going to seek sanctions against you, the lawyer, as well. Never heard from anybody again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. It was worth, the, it was we, worth writing that letter.
1: It was it, Well, it, it was worth a feat for him to write the letter. Yes. Funny thing about lawyers, about three months later, he called me and said, have you heard anything? I said, no, I haven't heard anything. He said, well, let me know if you do. And he sent me a bill for that phone call.
0: Sure, sure,
1: of course. of course. So we just changed the name and went on. And that was more than 30 years ago. So it was an accounting service. I'm a CPA, made all the sense in the world. Mobile accounting service with a payroll uh, service bureau built in. Uh, we dealt with small businesses. It was mobile at the beginning. We had a van that we went and, and, and did accounting right at their client site. Not a new idea. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, he talks about a guy doing that in the 1930s. So, uh, as technology changed, we got rid of the mobile. I mean, uh, email and uh, faxes and so on made it unnecessary. But it was a major step. Uh, I had just gotten fed up with with corporate life and, and corporate nonsense and corporate bull said no. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, right. It's frightening. Uh, the first year was, was tough. Uh, we did go in with clients, which helped a lot. Mm-hmm. We, we had, we had a, a, a base of income when we walked in, so we weren't walking in dead. Of course, it cost me a lot more money to, to buy that book of business, uh, but we did that. And it's been very successful for us. I wouldn't go back to working for anybody now, not at my age, particularly. Uh, it's been a very good life. It's been tough. There have been tough
0: times. Well, let me ask you. Uh, and it's not for everybody. All right. 30 years ago, or so I'm going to challenge your memory. Okay. I know you said you're talking with your wife, right? You're going to kind of go a little bit of turmoil at the time with, with your JCPenney situation. Uh, but yeah, they overcome some mental hurdles. Now, you're, you're a numbers guy, so I'm sure you looked at the numbers hard and long that uh, but, but you had to do some projections like you get some clients, but what other kind of thoughts that you had to wrestle with, you know, to uh, get yourself to go online?
1: It's a whole mindset, of course, because you're now it. In the beginning, you were all the hats. You have to make all the decisions. If you're not willing to make decisions and live by them, it's not going to work. All your decisions are going to be right. You're going to make mistakes. I did. Um, some of them hurt, and we overcame them. The old Marine Corps, you know, adapt and overcome, and we did. Uh, and it's, it's hard work. I mean, the, the first couple of years, it's 80 hours a week. Uh, there is no I, – I got asked in a um, panel discussion here a couple of years ago, Uh, as an entrepreneur about work-life balance. And I cracked up. I said, for a new entrepreneur, there is no such thing as work-life balance. It's work, period. New paragraph, end of letter. It's work. And if your partner, spouse, whatever, doesn't understand that, you're going to have problems. My wife did. And she worked with me. We ran the office together. Uh, I did the professional work. She did, um, Reception, phone typing, filing, uh, keeping clients happy. She was great with clients, far better than I was. Uh, in in schmoozing them, mm-hmm. uh, she was probably our our best source of referrals. As people liked her, and and they'd refer people because of her, not because of me. <laughs> I did great work. Don't misunderstand <laughs> me, but you know, uh, I'm a CPA, and you know, they're 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 not known for their uh, glad handing and, and backslapping. We so tend you to be had,
0: as you, you So, at the beginning, obviously, you, it is a lot of work. There's no question about it. You built an infrastructure now. Have you added additional income streams as you built your business?
1: Uh, we, we've, we've both added and subtracted. I sold off the accounting practice uh, to my partner who I'd taken on over the years. But we have uh, other sources of income uh, that we've added, um, other services. HR, timekeeping. Um, We we help with benefits. We have other things where where we can. We even have a personal trainer online service that 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 we offer. Uh, We offer a uh, a buying service. I I,
0: I need to interrupt you. Payroll and personal training. Help me. Help me get there.
1: (laughs) Well, it's for our clients' employees. Okay. So it's it's lifestyle. Uh, just like the buying services, where you can get discount tickets and automobiles and other things, these are just services that we can add on for our clients' employees. Just like we just recently added crypto payroll,
0: mm.
1: where our employee, our clients' employees, can get part of their payroll in crypto. So, you're,
0: so you're, the, you're you're a very you're adaptive. I mean, you mentioned that from your military background, right? That helps you adjust and adapt. Um, Uh, That's what CEOs need to do. I agree. Uh, We we
1: were the first green payroll back in the 90s. Uh, When green was a much bigger thing, uh, we created a a green payroll system. Uh, We we always try to stay on top of things and be at the leading edge. uh, Not the bleeding edge, but the leading edge. Mm -hmm. Because it attracts attention, it attracts customers, it attracts people who are interested in things that uh, are unusual and different. So besides we, we provide great services. And um, like you, you said, uh, my clients can help my clients or my potential clients can call and say, let me talk to Charles and I'll pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. I tried one time to call the president of ADP just to see if I could got the switchboard. And I said, let me talk to the president. She said, the president of what? (laughs) Okay. I said, the president of ADP, isn't that where you're at? And she said, yeah. I said, can I talk to him? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. I said, k- k- you can't ring his extension? Oh, he-, he doesn't have a phone. I said, the president of a multi-billion dollar company does not have a phone? She of, well, uh, not one we can connect to. Mm-hmm. By now I'm cracking up. I mean, this is just hilarious. So I, 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 I hung up and went on my way. But um, that, that, that's not customer service. If, if there's other companies I've dealt with that you ask for the president, they have a troubleshooter that they connect you to. You don't get to talk to the president, but he has a high-level person there that takes those problem calls and answers them. My you competitors know, don't do that.
0: You know, today customer service seems to be hard, but it's really the easiest thing to do, just pick up the phone. And uh, you'd be surprised how many people are so... Shocked by the fact that they could talk to somebody. So kudos for you to picking up the phone in your company.
1: Or accountants, which I am. Uh, we get this at our conferences that I used to go to more often. The biggest complaint people have about their accountant—they don't return phone calls. That's insane. I always return phone calls. If I'm not there, leave a message. I'll call you back when I get the message. It may be seven o'clock that night. I'll call you back to let you know I got it and I tried to reach you and I'm in the office the next day from 10 to 2 and I'll try you again then.
0: Yeah, that's, well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's the uh, old time adage to what customer service is about, but it's really the new thing that everybody needs to be doing. Let me ask you a question. Looking back, would you do anything different? Knowing what, knowing what you know today, would you do anything different when you went 30 years ago if you had that opportunity? Yes. What would that be
1: Add marketing much sooner? I thought I could market.
0: Okay. I hear about
1: eight years ago, I hired a marketing manager for the first time. She proved to me in two weeks that I didn't know diddly about marketing. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the hats I should have taken and passed on to somebody else much, much earlier. And I didn't, Uh, I, I, I'm perfectly willing to delegate, and I do on a regular basis, and I always have, but that was one of the things that I thought I could do, and I was wrong, and -hmm. I should have delegated that much, much, much earlier in the business. I'd be a lot richer today.
0: (laughs) There you go. Oh, listeners, pay attention. Do it, Charles. I get that marketing person there early and often. Yes. Can you think of any key decision you made that had the biggest impact? Your success?
1: Well, buying the franchise, frankly, was, was, was the key. I could have just hung out my own shingle and started from scratch, but to have a turnkey operation uh, that had procedures and policies in place made life much simpler. Uh, we work on our procedure manual literally every week. We update things, we don't do it as often as we did in the beginning. Uh, Because we've got most of it now. But there's things that come up literally every month that we need to write a procedure for and put it into the manual. Been in business about eight years and I was tearing what little hair I had left out. And I was thinking of firing everybody and moving it back into the game room and being a sole proprietor. And a friend of mine gave me a book. And it's the E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber teaches you how to work on your business instead of in your business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I buy that book now by the dozen and give it out to clients and potential clients to teach them how to work on their business. Cause that is critical to work on your business, not in your business. You're not buying a job. You have a business. You need to work on building that business. And, and that's critical.
0: That's a good segue. By the way, I, I Michael Gerber is uh, is the guru of small business. Uh, I do the same thing. I give that business book out to many, many of my clients. I think it's helped me tremendously. So uh, for I, re-read, I
1: reread it re-read it periodically, and every employee that I hire is required to read it, gets a copy, and is required to read it. That's just how I roll.
0: Very good. So we'll put that in the notes. Michael Gerber's The E Myth Revisited. It's a great book to get. You um, find it on Amazon. Um, that said, he's kind of, he's through his book, he's been kind of a mentor to you through his writings, but what quotes, advice, practices do you implement into your life to keep you motivated and keeping, keep moving forward?
1: Well, things that I, I use <clears throat> and I repeat on a regular basis. One is, there's never a traffic jam on the extra mile like it. The extra mile for your clients, your competitors won't, and they will appreciate it. Say
0: that, say that again. I love that.
1: There's never a traffic jam on the extra mile.
0: Great wisdom.
1: The other one, which is more personal, and I stole it from Bill Gates. <clears throat> People will overestimate what they can accomplish in a year. And underestimate what they can accomplish in a decade. Girl. It's not a sprint, people. It is a marathon. It's not, you're not going to be that unicorn. And believe me, Bill Gates didn't make all his money the first year. Neither did Jeff Bezos. Okay? It's the long haul. You may never be a billionaire, but after 30 years, I live a very nice life. <clears throat> I've got a very nice retirement if I ever take it, okay? Uh, But it took me 30 years to get there. My staff says, when are you going to retire? And I say, one of these days, you're going to come in and find me dead at my desk. I've retired.
0: Well, it sounds like you're passionate about your business too. You Obviously, that's a lot of times entrepreneurs start their business. And it's not just about the business. We can liken ourselves to people who play sports. That's it. I would just play sports regardless. Am I reading you correctly you really enjoy taking care of your customers you're probably really good at the technical side of your business is that fair to say Absolutely though
1: <clears throat> my my staff doesn't let me do payrolls anymore cuz the software has changed and so on <laughs> but I handle the IRS uh problems and that that I'm I'm very very good at that's why I became a US tax court practitioner I've got multiple cases at tax court right now for clients and frankly I've got two for uh podcast host that after the podcast said, Hey, Charles, uh, can I ask you a question? (laughs) Uh, Oh, I believe it. I I like to help people. And and it's, it's, it's good to be passionate about your business. You know, 30 years, if you're not passionate about it, you're going to get burnt out.
0: Well, you wouldn't have made it 30 years either. Um, Sounds like you're a lifelong learner by some of the things you said, but what are you learning right now?
1: Oh, I've got a number of things going on. Um, I'm learning to get old. Okay. tomorrow's my 73rd birthday.
0: Well, happy birthday Um, ahead of time.
1: Thank you. So I'm learning to deal with that. Uh, I'm learning to be um, a widower. Uh, The the wife passed a few years ago, and that's that's hard. Uh, But I'm constantly... The business changes. Payroll, 75% of U.S. federal revenue comes through payroll. Every time Congress wants to change the revenue stream in any way, it affects payroll. Mm -hmm. And it affects taxes. And I'm a tax expert. So it's a constant learning experience in my industry. And you have to stay on top of things. And you have to stay on top of technology. Technology changes. When I first learned SEO uh, a number of years ago, as we moved into the web, uh, my SEO experience now is worthless. It's all changed. That's why I have experts working for me to handle that. Crypto, uh, we just moved into crypto payroll this year. We are the first payroll company to do so. Uh, There'll be others if they're not already, but we were the first. And so I'm constantly learning technology, the the business environment, the industry, the taxes, the government, the IRS, uh, you know, if you slow down in this business, you're going to be obsolete.
0: Well, let me piggyback that question on this one here. Okay, we are facing, you're in your 70s, I'm in my late 60s, so we've faced many headwinds in our time here on Earth, but we are facing some a lot of headwinds at one time now in our current economy with the war, recession, inflation, et cetera, we have a whole bunch of them. How are you navigating today's headwinds? Carefully. <laughs> and, and,
1: and, 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 and with a smile and with humor. Okay, inflation's 9%. I lived through the inflation of the 80s. I had a 12% mortgage, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, they're now back up to like four and a half. They were down to two and a half. I was at 12, at 12 and a half, okay? Yeah. So experience, all these things are temporary. Uh, I've been through multiple wars. I'm a Vietnam veteran. Uh, I remember very well, I was landing in Dallas on a Southwest airline flight when the pilot announced that we'd invaded uh, Kuwait in response to Saddam Hussein in the first Gulf War. Uh, I remember that very well. We were landing when he announced that that night. So uh, I've been through that and ups and downs and market crashes, Uh, seen that repeatedly. Uh, In fact, on the last one we had, I called my investment advisor and said, don't worry, it's temporary. It'll go away. He says, Charles, the voice of reason is so nice to hear because he's got all these clients that are panicking. And no, it's market's going to go up, market's going to go down. Okay, so the the, the voice of experience says "Eh, this stuff is temporary. Uh, There's a lot of things going on, and it's very difficult for some of my clients. COVID, of course, has been devastating to a number of them. Beginning to recover from that, thank heavens, uh, but help shepherd them through the PPP and other things. So I work with my clients. Uh, I advise them. I consult with them. I listen to them. I let them vent to me. Um, that's all part of being a business consultant and being an advisor.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it, it works, but you can't let any of this stuff just rule you. It's, it's all temporary. It's all things to be worked through. Yeah, it causes problems, dislocations. Adapt and overcome, guys. It's just keep doing it. Um, so There'll be another I, crisis tomorrow.
0: I wanna to ask your opinion. I get a lot of CEOs I have on this program, I always ask this question. And a lot of them said, kind of they would say, the best time to start a business is now. And they looked at times of market ups and downs. And when markets are down, they find great opportunities and markets are up. That's easy. How would you answer that question? Is this a good time to start a business? The best time to
1: start a business was yesterday. The second best time is today. Okay. Should have started one some time ago. If you haven't, today's a great time to do it. It will never get better.
0: Great advice. Great advice. Charles, uh, let's identify your customers for our listeners uh, because your industry is big, right? You can go from... a Entrepreneur to corporate 100 company. Who are your customers that you're looking
1: for? Don't do corporate 100, but uh, our our basic client we're looking for is 50 and under employees. Though we do do bigger companies, we have some that run several hundred. A lot of them are homegrown and have just continued to grow. Somewhere around three to 500 clients, three to 500 employees. It makes sense to take it in house. As much as ADP and, and Ceridian will tell you no, there becomes a lot of reasons to do so, just from the sheer complexity of it and the need to have a, a professional on staff. So we probably don't have anybody over about 250 employees at the moment, but 50 and under all the way down to one. And we have a lot of, of one-person uh, companies. They've incorporated for liability purposes, which makes all the sense in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and but they need to they need to pay themselves obviously as a corporation so we do their payroll form maybe once a month maybe twice a month uh, and keeps them out of trouble we handle all the filings all the deposits everything they never have to think about it and when the irs screws up and they will we're there to fix it
0: now can you service companies all around the country or just in texas
1: No, no, we service. I think we're in 47 states currently. We've been in all 50. I don't think we have anybody in Montana, Alaska and Maine at the moment, but that'll change.
0: Very good. Um, So tell our listeners, how can they get a hold of you? Obviously, getpayroll.com on the web. Uh, We're available. They can
1: reach me. My email is CJR at getpayroll. And if they're in a hurry, 972-353-0000 Ask for Charles
0: well as charles said call him he'll pick up the phone and talk to you also want to remind our listeners that you can receive a free book copy of the payroll book by using coupon code podcast at check- and at the checkout on www.thepayrollbook.com charles this has been uh, really enjoyable i'm so grateful that you're willing to share your wisdom uh, 30 years of business ownership. Again, thank you for your service to our country. We're fully indebted to you for that. And I hope you and our, uh, have a great day. And to our listeners, this podcast will be up on uh, all the podcast platforms in about a few weeks. So please share this with all your business colleagues around the country. Thanks, Charles. rich lebrun here thank you so much for listening to our podcast get it done entrepreneurs if you're a successful business owner who would like to be on this program please visit us at our forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you if you got something out of this interview would you share this episode on social media just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, Get It Done I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, And reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.